Uh, hello and welcome to episode 53 of Friends of the Show. I am Stephen W. Skinner and this is my podcast where I get to know some of the best and funniest people from the online and bring them to your ears. Now season two is in full swing and we have our first return guest. This week's friend is Allison, aka at Suge underscore Knight. Now we have a real swell time talking about niche subreddits tales of murder and we have a lot of fun answering some great questions sent in by our listeners so thanks those listeners now this one was a real fun one i hope you enjoy friends of the show episode 53 with at suge underscore night hello allison hey steven welcome thank you for calling thank you for joining me can you hear the music? It sounds like the children's chorus on the Christmas shoes. Is it that? Nope. It's uh, the Utah State song. Oh, I love it. You know it? Utah. Yeah. People working together. <laughs> Canyons and streams. Thank you for turning it up. <laughs> is, this, is this a better level for you? Yes. I'm just working on the levels. Brigham Young, who led the pioneers across the plains. This is important stuff here. Did you want the history of Utah? No, <laughs> but I just thought it would be nice to... I had never, I'd never heard this song before. I was wondering if you had, and you clearly are a good Utahan. Yeah, I've karaokeed that song before. You've karaokeed it? You've belted it out in front of fellow... Did everyone stand and sing or whatever with you? No, they're oh. a-holes. <laughs> what a bunch of dinks. It really is pretty long. Was it, Did you do the whole version? <laughs> yeah, I don't know the rest of it, so it was awkward, but I still did it. But it gives you the lyrics. Like I'm looking at the lyrics right now, obviously. Yeah, it was actually at Adam Browd. Do you follow Twitter user Adam Browd? Adam Browd, Twitter user Adam Browd, of course. It was at his birthday party in 2016. I'll never forget it because it was so, it was a pivotal moment in my life. <laughs> yeah, where you embraced your Utahness. Yeah, me and my friend did that song, and I'm pretty sure no one else in the room was feeling it, but that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. It really brought out your state pride. Yes. Do you have lots of Canadian pride? <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, of course. Canadian pride is great. Not as much like Ontario provincial pride. Not really. <laughs> it's not it's not sort of the same. Yeah, more Canadian more I think of it more of like Canada because <laughs> we are like as much you know, there's not as many Canadians, so we need all of us together <laughs> to be like one big state. Do you like Shania Twain? Y you know what? I like back in the the heyday of Shania Twain. I really like some classic Shania Twain. She's from um, Timmins, on, or she's from Windsor, Ontario, Canada. Is it Windsor that she's from? Oh, it says she was raised in Timmins. Yeah, I think it was Timmins. Timmins is the town that I know her from, yeah, that I think claims her to be their own. Oh, you cut out a little bit. Oh yeah, I think Timmins, <laughs> just while this song is, I just wanted to let the song finish. This is it, big finale. Did you do the big finale? Oh. 
Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Shug underscore Knight on Twitter. Allison, thank you for joining us all the way from Utah. <laughs> My pleasure. So this isn't the first time we've podcasted. No, you you have the perfect voice for it every time. You've got that pizzazz about you. <laughs> got to bring something to the mic. Just got to bring a little bit of pizzazz. <laughs> is that it yeah well thank you for joining me for the i guess it's the technically the third time but i think one of them will never make it to air yeah we talked about Waterworld a lot <laughs> so you did uh friends of the show which was great everyone can go and listen to that first uh yeah you should pause right now go back and listen to <laughs> the first episode Get all the background you need to know and then come back. But in between then and now, we recorded a Waterworld Spectacular. <laughs> we talked uh, at length about, uh, you know, this and that <laughs> and mostly the movie Waterworld with Kevin Costner. I still haven't seen it, but I love that Gene <laughs> Triplehorn is in it. Yeah, that's a great part. The fact that it was like went crazy over budget and uh, he had them CGI his hairline. <laughs> Kevin Gosner. Oh, yeah. Interesting There's a lot guy. of crazy facts about that movie. Yeah, pretty insane stuff. And you still haven't seen it. Mm. I'm just disrespecting you left and right. I'm sorry. Well, that's why we couldn't air the, the other podcast. It was too controversial. That's true. <laughs> but we should catch up. How have you been? You sound great. Sound the same. I sound great every time. Thank you. That's what I mean. Still sound great. Nothing has changed dramatically with uh, your sound. You sound good. Thank you. You know what? Actually, in the first, like, the end of January through, like, the beginning of March, I actually lost my voice. So that's good to hear. Oh, like, wow. That would have been a bad time to get you on. Yeah. Can you do an yeah. approximation of how you sounded for those months? It was, like, it was just really, like, way softer than this. I was about to do an <laughs> imitation, but I, I wanted to do. I want you to do the imitation of how you sounded. No, I literally, have you ever gotten um, the thing where they like stick a camera up your nose and look at your throat? Ooh, no. Is that an endoscopy? No. That's when they put it in your mouth. I don't know what the nose one is called. Um, Endoscopy? I don't know. But anyway, I had that and I like half of my throat just wouldn't like close when I spoke and they didn't know why. Oh, damn. And that was yeah, for so months that happened and they were just like, oh, we don't know. Yeah, can you hear me drinking? I have a microphone, so I can do ASMR. Yeah, that sounds sounds like you have a some sort of a beverage, and you have a straw with a plastic lid. Is that correct? Nope, nope, it's a bottle. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, it sounded like a straw in a lid situation. Are we taking oh. a drink break? Yeah. Are you drinking something? <sighs> yeah, you gotta gotta stay hydrated when you do the podcast because it's a lot of talking. Your mouth gets dry. And normally you're supposed to do it subtly, like off mic when the other person is talking. But if it's what we're talking about. Oh, perfect. Okay. Um, All right. Now that we're yeah, anyway. hydrated. Yeah, we're both way hydrated. <laughs> so but you're not going to do the voice. <laughs> I've been, I've haven't been up to much. I've been take, took a break from the podcast, as you know, I'm not working on that. But now I'm back to working on it. So. So this is this is just like a part two of the last one. Yeah, yeah, this is part two. For for all the returning guests, it'll be like a part two. Except for you, it'll be like a part 
point five or something because we had that secret forgotten podcast in the middle. Yeah, I keep trying to make podcasts and then I'm like, oh, this isn't that good. No one's gonna want to listen to it. Yeah, so that's part of podcasting. <laughs> yeah, see, that's yeah. the smart thing. You should just like not release it, whatever, if it's not good or if you don't don't like it. But I, you know, I'm just like, well, we did it. Let's <laughs> just put it out. I don't think oh, I've, yeah. I have I have never not, not released anything. You. Yeah. <laughs> Steven, I'm not like, oh, you're so boring. I'm never putting that out. Well, I'm I just saying just... <laughs> it wasn't me who didn't put out a podcast. But I understand why you would do why you would not put out a podcast if we're just rambling about uh, Waterworld for about 45 minutes. Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting. I don't know. I think I've, I've posted a lot of corny stuff online about this recently. And I mean, it, it comes with like making online content and everything but i just mean for a long time i didn't really get that people can be like inherently interesting you know like you want to find out about people and it doesn't necessarily have to be a clear-cut story and i didn't really think about that prior okay. that makes sense yeah who's who are you most interested in right now who's your interesting party who are you following? oh you mean like who i would talk to yeah Ooh, i don't know at the moment i'm just trying to figure something out but i mean I think that one, I probably should have released it because I think we're both interesting enough. <laughs> and if people don't like it, they can kick rocks. Yeah, you've got a great attitude for the haters out there. And there are haters. And yeah, you don't mind telling Jeez. them to kick rocks, right? You don't mind saying, hey, kick rocks. That's what you'll say exclusively. <laughs> yeah, kick. I'll never say a swear word. But it sounded like you were saying that I have a lot of haters. Oh, no, I wasn't implying that. I was saying that you deal with negativity in a good way, from what I've noticed. Thank you, Steven. You're so That's kind. I'm glad I'm I came on to here to be complimented. <laughs> oh, get get ready for it. Yeah, you're great. So everyone should be following you as at Suge underscore night. That's a great uh, handle. Thank you. Right? And you're you're nothing like the... Your namesake, the the rap mogul. I think he made um, Death Row Records. Right. So he's a CEO. He's a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. But um, then he like backed over two people or something. But I made my um, Twitter account in July 2011, and he wasn't arrested until February 8th, 2012. Oh, you were. Pre it was pre the negativity. Yeah, the, yeah, that's the, what we call is like manslaughter charges. The negativity. The negativity. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, yeah. Ooh, well. So I guess you're exonerated from <laughs> being some sort of freaky murder fan, even though you are kind of a freaky murder fan, aren't you? Um, In terms of like liking podcasts about murder yeah. and um, the ID channel's reenactments of murder, yes, but the ID... not really into Suge Knight. The ID channels reenactments of murder. What is that? Have you? It's investigation discovery. It's really corny. Um, it's it'll do like reenactments of people's lives where they like use really hot people to portray these like <laughs> average looking people. Yeah. Then they'll have people give like their expertise where they're like, she was going around town, being like without a head, and so I knew something was wrong. Like. I think that's from a vine, what I'm quoting, but it's just stuff like that where it's like really um, simple stuff where they're like, I can't believe she didn't, she was dead, so I knew something was wrong. <laughs> the classic, she was dead, had no head, so I knew something was wrong. She was in rigor mortis when I showed up at her house, and so I was like, maybe something's not right here. Like stuff like that where it's great. True crime is <laughs> a popular subject nowadays, and you. 
at a true crime podcast and that's why we're t- we were talking about that kind of stuff so how, how when was your last time you did an episode you off the w- wagon yeah i'm off the wagon because um so we did it for a while the last time i did was was in may 2018 it's actually really interesting it's just with my friend who's he hates murder but he loves the like kennedys <laughs> so we did one on um which is it bobby kennedy that got in that car wreck and that girl got killed um oh they made the movie about it i didn't see it yeah i haven't watched the movie either but i just um mary joe P- kopechny oh ted kennedy is the one who did it yeah but yeah the kennedys are very interesting i will give him that like even it is true. down it's to fascinating. the Camelot, Marilyn yeah. Monroe, and all that crazy stuff. It's it yeah, it's pretty insane. I never knew about the um the cover up or whatever before the movie came out, really. But sort of like an open secret before that. Yeah, he. I listened to. I went back and listened to a bunch of stuff on just like uh, Ted Kennedy's live, and he sounds like a real idiot. Like <laughs> yeah. fought his way through college. His parents did, which I mean, I guess we could loop that around to the hot news now where Aunt Becky bought her child's spot in college. Hot news timestamp. This is a recent scandal. We're talking about rich parents buying their children entrance into some Ivy League's institutions. How do they do it? They use money and influence in different ways. Topical. Yeah, so I mean, it's, a, yeah, it's clearly like a, an ongoing thing, right? <laughs> Yeah, I'm more surprised that people got in trouble for it. Like, not that they shouldn't, but I'm pretty sure it's been going on for a while. Do you think that's indicative of sort of like the the times they are a-changing kind of thing? Like, in general? Maybe. I'm not really an expert on this. I just wanted to be like, oh, this is actually kind of relevant. (laughs) It is, and it was a great uh, observation to make. Do you think, yeah, do you think Aunt Becky's going to jail? No, I don't think she will. You know what's weird is that Felicity Huffman got all this heat and, like, isn't her husband William H. Macy? Like, why didn't he get any blame? I don't know. Yeah, he did get some, obviously, bl- blowback <laughs> from being slightly involved. Like, his name is on, like, the transcripts. Like, he's clearly, you know, complicit <laughs> in some way. But maybe they didn't have enough um, on him. They only had it on, you know, her sort of thing. Enough uh, evidence from the wiretaps and all that. I, but I haven't really uh, looked into that. I haven't been following the story other than from like what the headlines are. Yeah, me either. I just, yeah, I just like know who William H. Macy is way more than Felicity Huffman. Cause I like shameless a lot. Oh, yeah. And so I thought he was way more relevant. So I was like, why is Felicity Huffman getting in, in like the headline? But hmm. that's a story for, that's a problem for another time. <laughs> yeah i mean he was great in fargo did you ever see that one? Oh yeah that's a great movie yeah it's great and he was the good TV in shows... it yeah oh the tv show's great too so thanks for coming back to the show we got suge knight talking about internet how you doing on the internet are you uh on different apps and websites are you uh visiting different um things online where are you uh where are you registered what's your email <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to segue into internet chat. <laughs> that sounded so much like a baby boomer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What I'm... websites are you active on right now? <laughs> yeah. What's, uh, what's your favorite? Uh, the only social media I like actively use is 
is Twitter. Sometimes I use Instagram, but then also Reddit. But Reddit, I don't really post anything on. I just read it for hours. So you're just lurking on Reddit. Yeah, sometimes I don't even know. Like, I don't know if it counts as social media, but it's definitely the most interesting. I think it, well, I don't know. Yeah, there's voting, right? People upvote your posts. They downvote your posts. Yeah, it's definitely um, a different climate than the other two because there's more anonymity um, and everyone is way meaner, but I, I still like it. It's a weird ecosystem over there. Yes, but it's great. Is it good? Yeah, I haven't delved as much into it as I probably should have to like get a good sense of <laughs> the internet at large because it kind of gives you uh, things pulled in from a lot of different sources, right? You got like content from twitter you got content from whatever facebook all the other sources probably instagram so it's like a big mashup of everything on the internet right it says they call themselves the front page of the internet uh yeah it's kind of like that yeah it's there for every subreddit there is on like a topic there's also a subreddit making fun of the topic (laughs) if that helps you figure out like the tone yeah um nothing is sacred (laughs) but that's okay that's what i like about it are you more into the making fun of subreddits or the sincere subreddits or a nice mixture of both? A nice mixture of both. I was thinking about this the other day where it's just like when you find a new subreddit and you can um, organize the page by like the hottest posts of all time and just like spend hours looking at it. It's amazing. Like, um, let's see what... This isn't a good example of like a, a deep one, but there's there's this one called so that I live in Utah and do you know what MLMs are? Um no. So it's multi-level marketing. It's like um Avon ladies. Oh yeah, at, pyramid schemes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how rampant that runs in can, Canada. I was about to call yeah, it Canada. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, it seems my like it, sold, they would uh, have. <laughs> my mom sold, what was it called? Uh, like weekender fashions. So it was like crazy, like clothes for business ladies or whatever, like crazy scarves and accessories and like these teal suits and stuff. <laughs> so yeah, she was we were briefly involved in, in some MLM, <laughs> I guess. Oh, but she's not anymore. No, no, no. But it was a few years. It, it was. I remember like having to like unpack these boxes of like ladies dresses and like lay out all out based on what the the people were ordering and stuff it's pretty nuts oh man okay well so an example of a reddit i really like is um there's a mlm here in utah it's actually like the headquarters is like right by where i work it's called unique and it's spelled like y-o-u-n-i-c-k-u-e and um, so there's a, a subreddit called Unique AMUA. I don't know why there's an extra A, but so MUA stands for makeup artist. And Unique is a, um, a makeup MLM. And the ladies who sell it are usually not makeup artists. And the actual makeup that Unique sells is really crappy. So they post stuff on social media where they're trying to show off their products and it just like since they're not makeup artists and the stuff is bad anyway, it looks really, really bad. Right. <laughs> so it's basically a whole subreddit on... I, don't, I mean, I have no idea how interesting this is to you, but I can spend hours looking at the crazy pictures that they put up. So it's rife with bad makeup pictures. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a subset. There's a, an anti-MLM subreddit that's really 
good also. Yeah, I can't imagine it being very good. It's like, you know, you start at the bottom and you sell the stuff and then you sign up two friends and then you get a percentage of what they sell uh, and it goes up the, up the chain, right? So the people at the top are making all the money and people uh, who sort of get sucked into it at the bottom get stuck at this like mid-level <laughs> and it's it's not great. Yeah, there's no way any of them that work there ever make like a substantial amount of money because it's like some kind of trap where you have to get cert- sell a certain amount to get to a certain level that mm-hmm. like helps you earn more money um, and there's nothing stopping you from buying your own actual product to like get to that level. Oh, so no. I feel, I don't know. Yeah, you think people do that? Yeah, I'm sure they do. But then it, uh, it gets to the point where they're what is it like they don't know how to cut their losses so they're stuck mm. in some kind of weird cycle i don't know i've never been in one so i don't know the ins and outs but i know that they're not <laughs> i know that <laughs> i'm not good, i think yeah. they're pretty harmful <laughs> yeah it's not good clearly yeah all right well i'm gonna go ahead and say don't buy those products <laughs> if someone tries to sell them to you just be like hey maybe don't sell them yeah sorry i didn't mean to go on a rant i was just telling you like the beauties of reddit but it went a different direction no, and that i think that it demonstrates the beauty of reddit is because it's such a thing where you can find exactly the crazy niche thing that you want or whatever right like there's probably a subreddit for every single thing you better check the friends of the show subreddit right now <laughs> who's where's the friends of the show wiki so there's all those you, places wait i have a really good way to plug this into a question that i was asked on twitter when you posted ask questions you really going to jump way ahead to ask answering a question? <laughs> Can I answer one special question right now? All right. This is a very special jumping ahead in the show sneak preview of questions to come. Um, okay. okay. Hit us with the question and the answer. So Twitter user Kevin, I can't – let me think of his uh, – at because I can't think of it right now. Kevin, K-E-V-A-C-L-Y-S-M. I don't know what the that means, but that's his handle or how to pronounce it. But anyway, on your questions, he asked um, if I was in like Reborn Dolls or the Barefoot Alliance. Right. Do you remember this question? Yeah, I'm looking at the question. The question is Reborn Dolls or Barefoot Alliance and why? No question mark. Uh, okay, so. Reborn Dolls, the reason that applies to Reddit is because that's the only reason I know what it is. Uh, there's a subreddit called Reborn Doll Cringe. Um, do you know what Reborn Dolls are? No, please explain. They're these dolls. If you look them up, they look hyper real. Um, people use them for, like, if they... Sometimes they're purely weird reasons. Like, they just want to have some kind of hyper real looking doll around. But they... Um, so, Reborn Doll Cringe is mostly people making fun of it, like... But then also there's a ton of posts where we're like someone very endearing on there is a specific doll named Britain that like this lady on um, Facebook posts these things where she's pretending she's Britain and she's talking. So it's like really bizarre at first. But then once you get more into it, it's like it's very pure. Like the lady is just some lady who has adult kids and just wants like a tiny baby, fake baby to take care of and pretend is real. Um, there's also like, it's very good. There's a lot of posts where people will take them to like old folks homes and old people will feel like they have a sense of purpose cause they like are taking care of them 
or people who have had miscarriages like to have them. Like so who can't have kids. Yeah, yeah. And decided to have not decided not to adopt, or if they yeah haven't uh, they want kids but are unable to have them. Yeah, yeah. So if they like, I I didn't mean like only people who've had miscarriages, but I mean like yeah, that's, that's a lot a of people. Subreddit like... of people who would get one of these crazy dolls. So it's just like a hyper realistic. It's like a real doll, like those real dolls that guys have sex with. Yeah, but babies, and they don't like do anything. Um, they just look like real babies. So I mean, for and it's weird because it's called reborn doll cringe, and there is a lot of cringe because people will make like goth versions of reborn dolls or like something really bizarre. So there is stuff where they do make fun of them, but I think like once you like understand what they are, they are like very wholesome, in my opinion, at least. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's very interesting that the to think of like what the the use is like some people obviously yeah making fun of that <laughs> like you wouldn't really put a baby in kiss makeup but it would be kind of funny if you had a real looking baby you could put in kiss makeup that wasn't a real baby <laughs> and that's one side of it and then some helping someone through some serious like issues that they're having is another way that the to, to use the baby so that's it's pretty interesting yeah, so I mean, I'm not the type of person who would ever have a reborn doll, but I do, like, I recognize that they're good for some people, um, and they're not just completely nuts, right, but, yeah. but yeah, there are stuff, I, I just mean with a name like Reborn Doll Cringe, you go on there thinking it's going to just be, like, um, just making fun of people the whole time, but there's just, like, so much pure stuff, and we, like, everyone's, like, loves Britain, but <laughs> the one doll, and the lady who posts it is, like, I'm I'm an adult woman like my kids are grown like she's self-aware that it looks really bizarre to everyone but it's just kind of funny and she likes doing it because she thinks it makes people happy yeah uh, yeah and she knows that's nuts that she's got this crazy like internet following <laughs> just doing this thing it's uh it's the internet is a wild wacky place yeah she knows about the subreddit sorry I but yeah anyway that's a very that was a very long-winded answer to say I am definitely for... Do you know what the the Barefoot <laughs> Alliance is? No. Wait, is that about barefoot in public? Yes. Okay. I know a little bit about it. People think that being barefoot in public is fine and, and they promote this as like a lifestyle. Yeah, so I don't really know why Kevin would put them on the same playing field because... His wife actually has a reborn doll, but it, like, looks like a monkey. I, I think she just <laughs> thinks it's funny, and so she, like, Instagrams stuff about it. Okay. Um, I don't know if he knew I was going to freaking roast his ass by break- giving his secret away but <laughs> when he asked that. But, yeah, so I think reborn dolls can have, like, are very good. But then Barefoot Alliance, um, that's just a very bizarre hill to die on. Mm-hmm. Like... There's, if you look at their page, there was one thing where this lady had these, like, really elaborate foot jewelry on, and she was, I don't know if she's at Baskin Robbins or, like, Dairy Queen or something, but she's like, I realized going to get uh, ice cream, an ice cream cake didn't warrant me having to put on shoes, like, it was like a celebratory thing, like, I didn't wear shoes when I came to Dairy Queen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, maybe you should wear, the floors would probably be sticky, right? Yeah, I don't. Are you worried like, about sticky floors? Is that the top thing? Broken glass. We got needles in the street. 
What else are we talking about? You can step in anything. Dog poop? Yeah, I what just don't know why people you... doing? <laughs> yeah. It's I don't understand why I mean, I guess if you here here's my whole philosophy is basically just life is hard, do whatever you have to do <laughs> if it makes you happy. So, I mean, if it genuinely makes people super happy to go barefoot, then great. But also <laughs> for your own safety, you probably should wear shoes <laughs> yeah yeah i mean like flip-flops is pretty close to being barefoot like flip-flops go ahead you know how different is it wearing flip-flops than being barefoot people can still see your crazy foot jewels or whatever yeah her foot jewelry was crazier than if she had just put on shoes like like probably <laughs> took more time yeah well, that, it's a little strange, but I mean, yeah, I, don't begrudge anyone. If you want to be barefoot, I say go for it. But if you do lacerate your Achilles on a piece of whatever that was in the street, you slip on a banana peel, smash your elbow, don't come like crying. Like on <laughs> Yeah. Don't come crying to us. <laughs> you were, it was your fault, barefoot. Get, you can get those barefoot shoes, right? The ones that, <laughs> the five-toed yeah, shoes. Like Have you feet. seen those? Just get that. That's like a being barefoot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just kind of a weird, like, that they have a whole uh, movement and would call it the Barefoot Alliance. It's like, what are you doing? Like, is your whole thing, like, reposting memes of people barefoot all day? Yeah, that's like, is that your whole personality? Is <laughs> that you're barefoot? I guess that would be sweet, though, if, if it was a troll and they were all just joking and it was ironic. I would think they were the funniest people alive. <laughs> there's probably there's probably some trolls in the Barefoot Alliance. Yeah. And if you're in the Barefoot Alliance, hey, get get back at us at FOTSpod on Twitter. Send us a, send us a note why you love your to be barefoot. Do you just, does it make you feel alive to step in glass? That's the, yeah. All I can picture is that there's glass everywhere. Like I, you know, walk my dog all the time and there's so much stuff on the, I'm just like trying to get him to not walk in it. I can't imagine like just if I was just walking around all the time having to do, having to deal with that. Being aware oh, yeah. What's of where your dog's I'm stepping name? every step. Shout out to Griffin. What a good boy. Oh, I, I don't know him, but I would run through a brick wall for him. Oh, that's nice of you. Yeah, he's a very good boy. Uh, he's a good uh, dog. And uh, yeah, give him a shout out. He's handsome. You can check out some pictures uh, on my Instagram. Go check it out. Especially the puppy ones. <laughs> Great influencing. Mm -hmm. You don't have a pet, right? Currently? You're not a, no. uh, a pet owner? But you can appreciate no. animals, right? Like you have a vicarious relationship with pets online Ooh, i don't know if i'd say that i love looking at dog pictures but yeah that's what i mean oh just oh. dogs specifically not cats you've excluded cats from your online like and relationship yeah i don't really like cats like i'm glad for people who do like them <laughs> but okay. i just don't i just think they're kind of jerks you know what i think so too Oh, you know, yeah, I don't begrudge any cat owners. Like my brother, he owns cats, a couple cats, and they're fine. Whatever. They are jerks. <laughs> but, yeah, like I would not call myself a cat person. I would call myself a dog person. Shout out to all the dog people out there. Woof, woof, dog pound. <laughs> dog pound. Yeah. 
Yeah. But yeah, I love dogs, but I don't have one. They're a lot of work. They are a lot of work. Um, and yeah, it should not be take entered into lightly. Don't buy someone a dog for a gift, which I know people who have done. It's like don't don't do that, please. <laughs> like it's not uh, it's not to be taken into lightly. Um, I got when I did have a dog. It was a Boston Terrier. I mean, I know you didn't really ask this, but I'm telling you. <laughs> and she was given to me as a gift. Uh oh. <laughs> well, that's my... it's it worked out in this instance, and I'm sure it works out in a lot yeah. of cases, but in some cases it doesn't. So mm, be careful. Don't give it to someone who's gonna have a baby or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a that's a good note. If you have already bought this theoretical dog and you're going to give it to someone, but they have, are about to have a baby, maybe just rethink it. Yeah. yeah what yeah. did I... I watched some crappy sitcom recently where that happened, where they bought someone a dog to comfort them. Mm-mm. Oh, it was... I think it was Superstore. Yeah, it was Superstore. She just had a baby and he gave her a puppy to comfort her. It was a very cute puppy, but... But yeah. the lesson so, was don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, everyone check out NBC Superstore. Batters at 10, only on NBC. Um, so you're going to watch Game of Thrones tonight? Yeah. Uh as we as we are recording right now, this is just about uh premiere time for the third episode of the final season of Game of Thrones. This is the big Battle of Winterfell. It's going to be the Night King and his army of the dead versus all your favorite heroes, some of whom are not going to survive. So who's going to die? We don't know. So very exciting. By the time this is <laughs> posted, this will not be a news anymore and the show will be <laughs> over. So they'll be like, uh, what's this guy talking about? Who cares about that? <laughs> so, but as of right now, a lot of people are interested. Self myself included. <laughs> Well, good. I'm I'm happy for you. So yeah, long story short, short story long. Uh, yes, I'll be watching um, after we record this. So hopefully, um, all my favorites make it through the big battle. And it's an enjoyable uh, episode of television. Speaking of enjoyable television, what are you watching nowadays? That sitcom, Superstore. Um, I think I watched that when I was building a bunch of furniture, like from Ikea. Right, just have um, it on in the background kind of thing. Yeah, so it's not my favorite. It's pretty good. Um, let's see. Oh, I've been watching Schitt's Creek. Oh, yeah. Shout <laughs> out. Canadian program. <laughs> love love this for you that you're <laughs> yeah, being represented. Get it in. This is the Canadian pride that you were asking about, and that's it coming out. Yeah, Dan, Dan Levy's face is perfect, so you should be proud of that. Dan Levy's great. Who knew <laughs> that Eugene could could uh, produce such a good little guy? Did you know uh, Twyla is his daughter? What? Yeah, both his children are on that show, and both of them are way good looking. Yeah, man. Celebrity, rich family with the good looks. They got it all. And talent? Because uh, Dan Levy is like the creator kind of thing. A co-creator. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a very funny show. I've watched it. Uh, uh, I haven't watched the whole thing, but I've watched a few episodes and my wife has uh, watched it <laughs> obsessively. She loves it. Um, and it's yeah one of her favorites. So I'd have to say I agree with you and saying it's a good show. Everyone should check it out. 
Some in, in the states they can't even say the name on TV in some places. <laughs> but we're cool with it. We're way more chill. Oh, Canada lets you say shits creek. It's on freaking CBC, man. Oh. It's on the CBC. Um, it's a CBC show. Do you like Caillou? No, actually I have the opposite feeling towards Caillou. I have very negative feelings towards Caillou. Um, you might even say that I uh very much dislike Caillou. <laughs> this is a bit I, of a sore I'm spot. Sure that, I think we talked about this. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I've asked you. I ask everyone that whether they're Canadian or not. You know what? I think it might have been. And if you uh, were listening, if you had just listened to the previous uh, Friends of the Show episode with Shug Knight, I think we talked about this. <laughs> I think I said the same thing. That no, I don't like Caillou. Never did. Wish it would go away. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's your oh, answer. Sorry, I am senile. No, no, I I'm, I do that too. I always uh, tell people things twice <laughs> or forget what I told things to certain people. You know, just a. Oh yeah. Also, it needed to be asked again because your opinion could have changed in this time. You know that's true. It has been quite a while. Um, I was looking it up, and it was in October 2017 that we had recorded our uh, our episode of Friends of the Show. That was on the early end of the friends of the show spectrum and uh, that was a while back you could have evolved but um also did you know <laughs> caillou's name in french is pebble yes i did shit steven Je parle <laughs> i thought it was gonna blow your mind oh désolé parce que je parle français je comprends les mots qui sont français you know you know because i am technically officially bilingual uh are you gonna quiz okay. me? Do you want to? Uh, I haven't spe spoken French in a long time. I'm wondering if I my vocabulary is still strong. Um, how do you say where's the bathroom? Um, où est la salle de bain? I mean, I can't really check you on that because I'm not bilingual. But great job. Thank you. You could probably toss it into Google Translate. You ever use Google Translate? Yeah, I just barely went to France for a week. Oh my God, and we haven't touched on that. Shug, you were part of history. Yeah, I was. You were there, and the eyes of the world turned to where you were, which is insane when that happens. Has that ever happened to you before? You've been like the center focal point of like a, a global moment kind of thing? No, never. Well, until that fateful day, which, of course, we are talking about. Um, <laughs> when, the, when Notre Dame lit on fire. The burning of Notre Dame uh, in 2019, that fateful construction crew mishap, we think. And it burnt a bunch down. You were right there. You were in Paris on your European sojourn. Yeah, I, I went and watched it burn for a minute. It was very sad because people were bawling in the streets. Yeah, tell us about the scene. What was it like? That's it was, what it must have been insane. So, wait, what did you say? Oh, I said it must have been insane to be there, like, and pe people like crying in the streets, and it's the fires going, and uh, and and what it must have been like. Yeah, so I was out, like, I was maybe like a mile and a half away, and I saw the the fire, um, like smoke going up, not the fire, but um, and so I didn't really know what it was, and there were a lot of fire trucks in the street that driving towards it, and 
then I got the news that it was on fire and I figured it'd be like taken care of in like no time, you know? Yeah. Um, but then it just kept burning for like eight hours past that. Wow. <laughs> so that, so that was when you were there sort of right at the beginning and you're like, Oh, this is, it'll be, it's nothing. They'll take care of this. And then later on, it's like, Oh, people are weeping in the, in the streets. And what is like singing together and stuff like, uh oh, yeah, I was trying to get there quickly just because I was like, oh, I kind of want to see it in case it like burns down to the ground. And there was like some some guy on the street who I don't know if he was like a um, a homeless man or something, but he was like, yeah, the, the woods on fire, like, like it's burning down. Nice. And I, I don't think I even asked. I think I was just going in the general direction of it. So he assumed I was going there. But yeah, it was it was crazy. People were bawling in the streets and like w- just sitting out there watching. And um, I left, but there were people who stayed there for hours and just saying. Wow. Where did you go after? Um, I just went back to my hotel because it was I went there. Let's see. It was like six at night and I, I don't I didn't want to go party. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, traveling around Europe, you need your energy, right? You want to get going first thing in the morning to go do your sightseeing. Yeah, and it took me like an hour and a half to get back to where I was staying, so. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. Were you traveling um, on, like, the public transit? Yeah. That can be challenging. That can be interesting uh, when you're uh, using public transit in a different country. Um, But you're able to, you didn't get lost or anything? No. That's good. I am actually good at using the metro in Paris. Okay. What's your favorite stop? <laughs> um, I don't know. Wait, have you been to Paris a bunch of times, if you can speak French? No, not, not a bunch of times. Just the once. Uh, I was, when I was living in England, I was able to go over for like a weekend to Paris, took the train, <laughs> went in the channel. It was very fun. I stayed in a, a tiny, expensive hotel. <laughs> it was like a tiny room, and it was so expensive. Um, but yeah, uh, what was my favorite stop? Um, Montmartre. That was one, right? Where they got that crazy tram that goes up the hill. Montmartre? How do you spell that? Like M-O-N-T-M-O-R-T-R-E. I think it's like a big, like a big hill. Oh, sacred sacred core. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. How it's do you like say on, on sacred core? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Sacred core. It's like um or core. It's uh it's like on the top of a hill. It's a big church. Uh, and you can take a tram up, and it's very pretty. You can see like a, a lot of the city. Um, it's really nice. I agree. It is nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's a hundred and thirty meters high. Oh, you're j- are you just looking up facts now? Yeah, I just looked it up. Yeah, Why did, did you learn? Oh, do you know French because you're Canadian? Yeah, it's part of uh, our heritage. So because our uh, official uh, country's uh, officially bilingual, um, my parents thought it would be a great idea to register me in French immersion. So I took uh, classes in French, like uh, growing up, all the way through high school. And then I got my official bilingual certificate. Oh, yeah, that's why I assumed you'd have been to France a bunch of times because you'd no. be like, well, I might as well. <laughs> yeah, I know. That that makes sense. But I really, I've only been the one time. Uh, and every time I tried to speak French to the people, they would like immediately sp- speak English back to me kind of thing. Like, uh, don't even try. <laughs> it is different, too. It's like the, the French is different. But 
I, I, yeah, and I wouldn't say I'm sort of fluent. I wouldn't be able to hide my awful North American Canadian French accent kind of thing. So they could tell, and the people in McDonald's didn't. We're not having it. <laughs> Wait, what's your favorite? Who's your favorite Canadian star? Mm, that's a good question. There's a lot of up and coming Canadian stars that have sort of unseated more classical great Canadian people. Like Jim Carrey, I would I probably would have said at one time Jim Carrey. Now <laughs> I will not say Jim Carrey. Because he's uh he's different. <laughs> he has Hollywood has changed him, <laughs> let's say. Uh and then who else? Like Mike Myers, he's still great, but would I say he is my favorite? I I might have to say uh Nathan Fielder. Um currently because his show was so good uh and he's the one that's coming to mind right now so i would say nathan fielder of the show nathan for you have you watched the eric andre show no i haven't seen that one it's made by the same people who make nathan for you yeah it's like uh tim heidecker's company or oh i don't know i just know absolutely yeah i think it's tim heidecker's production company of tim and eric i'm 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 i think it is fact checkers get at me <laughs> come at him guns blazing he doesn't care <laughs> i don't care tear me up in the comments if that's wrong on the subreddit <laughs> um yeah so i would say that who's your favorite um utah star um not donny osmond but meryl osmond his brother who looks just like him, but like also Kenny Loggins. <laughs> okay, so Donny Osmond's brother, who I've never heard of, he would probably do a great, be a great Donny Osmond impersonator. He would. You can look up pictures of Meryl Osmond. Meryl's an interesting <laughs> name too. I give, yeah, I give you permission. I like that I said you can look up pictures of him. Like, like you could never have done that without me saying that. Oh, he's got, oh yeah, he's cool. Right? Yeah, he's pretty chill. Is the the main picture is him with a popped collar leather jacket, open uh button down like Hawaiian shirt, some chest hair popping out over and a gold chain and his like uh quaffed hair and a beard. I mean, yeah. Cool as hell. Oh, he's the bass yeah. player. He's the bass player of the Osmonds. Yeah. Wow, there was Way a lot cool. of Osmonds. Merrill. So he's the cool he's the He's the big hot stuff out of Utah. <laughs> Wait, what was the other person you said? Oh, um, did I say someone else? Because like my number one guy is Meryl. Kenny Loggins, right? Oh yeah, he looks like Kenny Loggins isn't from Utah. I just think Meryl Osmond oh, looks like. Okay, him. I thought you were like these are my two people: Meryl Osmond and Kenny Loggins. Um, I'm trying to think of someone else who's from Utah that I um admire to this extent. Sorry, I just blew on the mic. It's okay. That's it, what you do when you're thinking, right? Deep thought, yeah. Um, who's from Utah? Brent, Brent I'm and looking Flowers. At a, I'm looking at a list of famous celebrities who are from Utah, and if you can get one without Googling, you get 10 points. Without Googling? Who's from Utah? There's a, bu there's um, a bunch of pretty um, high-profile names here. Um... Who's from Salt Lake? I don't know. Do you I, want me to I give you a hint? Um, have you have you listened to the new Taylor Swift single? 
Is Brendan Yuri from it's Utah? It's Brendan Yuri, the singer from Panic at the Disco. This, uh, according to Google, according to thefamouspeople.com, he is from Utah. Other notables: Chrissy Teigen, Julianne Huff, and James Woods. Ooh, I hate James Woods. Yeah, you got a couple He's of terrible. you got a couple of questionable ones here. You also have Roseanne Barr. Oh gosh. I mean, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. But Brendan Yuri in the news, new single with Taylor Swift. Don't listen to it. And yeah, it's, I I am against it. I'm not against it. I just think it's really bad. <laughs> that's that's what I mean by when I say I'm against it. Don't waste your time. I mean, the music, the video is colorful, and if you need to like pacify a baby, that would be something to show the baby. But for the song, I mean, eh. Yeah, show it to your dumb little baby show with no motor baby. skills. Show it to a dumb baby. That's who will appreciate it. This has been Famous People from Your Location. And if you have a famous person that's from your location, let us know on Twitter at FOTSpod. Someone's going to at you and be like, I'm from the same city as Snoop Dogg. And you're going to be like, cool. I don't know what to do with this. Like, I- like. I would be very impressed if that person, if uh, I have some listeners from Oakland. Wait, is that where he's from? Oh, I hope so. Compton? He's from somewhere in California, though. From California? Are you thinking of Tupac Shakur? Shakur? (laughs) Because he has California song? No, I'm pretty sure Snoop is from California, too. He's isn't he? Maybe he's from Texas. Oh, geez. I don't know. Do you find yourself Googling silly questions that you don't know the answer to? Like, do you? Uh, no, because look... I know the answer to everything. I just, yeah. <laughs> he is from, let's see. Oh, he's, his Beach, birthday is only five days before my first of all. Of course, he's from Long Beach. He's from the LBC. Remember, that's why he always says oh. LBC. <laughs> Other names, DJ Snoopadelic. That's another, that's one of his aliases? Yeah, that's sweet. I don't know why he wouldn't go by that all the time. Wow, he's got a lot of, he, I remember he was uh, Snoop Lion for a little while. Oh yeah, that was weird. This was a lot like the, um, our other podcast where we just looked up stuff on Wikipedia <laughs> as we were uh, podcasting. Yeah, it's because Wikipedia is cool. Sorry, I'm not really like, um... Let's see, giving good info on the internet. Okay, like, isn't yeah. Um, no, that's good. We've covered a lot about the internet. You like different subreddits. Um, now, what, one question I have for you. Do you ever go off the grid? Do you ever unplug? Um. Yeah, so most of the time it's like if I'm going camping and I'm out of range. That happens? So um, is that like an off? Uh, an often thing you go camping uh, quite often or no no not really uh, <laughs> i actually don't really like camping i'll go on record and say that right now you know what uh, uh same i'm gonna go ahead and say the same i'm fine with it but i would never choose to do it like if it was like presented and that's what we're all doing cool <laughs> but if it was my choice no we would not do that yeah like it's in theory it sounds really good but then every time I go camping I'm like why did I do this? I don't want to pee outside. <laughs> yeah. So I get 
I do a, I do cottaging, right? So it's like the best parts of camping, all like the outdoorsiness. We got, you know, fishing and boat rides and great hikes and nature walks uh, and all that good stuff. But none of the sleeping outside and dealing with uh, nature to that level, right? Oh, I didn't, I've never heard of the word, the cottaging as a... Oh, it's a thing, yeah. So if people in Ontario like have a cottage up north, and then in the summertime, like they'll commute there on the weekends, kind of thing. Like you go up Friday to Sunday, and then on the long weekends, you get an extra day. <laughs> Traffic is extra bad because everyone's going to the cottage uh, for the long weekend, and that's how it goes here. We have kind of the same thing where you have like a a cabin or something at the yeah. the lake. I find that yeah, in the states you call it a cabin, and you'll go to the, or a lake house. You'll, you'll go yeah. There. Do you ever go to a cabin or a lake house? Yes, sometimes in like Yellowstone or Bear Lake. Oh, that's so cool. Yellowstone. Yeah, we have a big um, national park near uh, us. Well, not that near, but um, in Ontario, Algonquin Park. And that's where my cousin's cottage is near. And it's great. You just walk right into the national park. You can ride a horse in there. Jeez. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. So, Wait, did you know? Hold okay. on, I have something really, really important to say to ask. Yes, please go ahead. Yes, please. Did you know Alanis Morissette is also from Ontario? Yeah, I believe she's from Ottawa area. Wait, why didn't you say she was your favorite celebrity? <laughs> well, she hasn't uh, done much for me lately. Tbh. <laughs> clean hands, clean. Hello. Hands clean. What a song. No, thanks. <laughs> I'm talking about uh, Jagged Little Pill era or nothing. Or even Never Too Hot Alanis era. I'm, I was in from Alanis through Jagged Little Pill. And then once, uh, I think it was like that thank you song that I'm like, ah, I'm out. But Oh I mean, gosh, I, that song's awful. Yeah, so you can understand um why I would distance myself at that point, but I'm sure she's done a lot of good stuff since. I just haven't been that interested uh, in Alanis since then. But that's my answer. Alanis, if you're listening to this, please come out with an album that slaps. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Go back to JLP, just a reissue of, <laughs> of that with everything, every song that slaps. Alanis, have you thought of maybe putting out a CD that slaps? Oh, jeez. Alanis, now I hope you're not listening, even though I know <laughs> you definitely are. No, no, no. I mean, like, <clears throat> I just, you know when people are like, if I were poor, I would simply gain some wealth or, like, something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I mean, simply like, Alanis, apple, maybe you haven't thought of this. Slaps. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, I think that we've covered a lot of ground on the Internet. And I thank you for your insight onto all the things on the internet that you're into. Is there any closing statements you'd like to make about the internet? Any advice or warnings for the listeners to heed? Um, just if you can, try not to be a reply guy. Oh, here we go. Okay. Reply guys. You know what? It's 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 hard. If you're a reply guy and you're listening right now, it's it's fine. You don't you don't have to take what she said as uh, an offense. You can change and become a better reply guy. Some of my reply guys I, I like a lot, but some of them I'm just like, why are you here? 
it's it's mostly like the ones that offer weird opinions on stuff that I say, and I'm like, cool. It's, yeah, it's a spectrum, and uh, if you find yourself replying to a lot of tweets with some negativity, with uh, what else do you get a lot of? Like unnecessary follow-ups. Yeah, you know what? I shouldn't say don't be a reply guy because I'm sure I'm some people's reply guy. <laughs> That's what I think. I'm like I'm thinking of myself, and I'm definitely on the reply spectrum. <laughs> but I've hopefully have improved from being a, a negative reply guy, which I know I was at the beginning, to a moderate reply guy, or even like a a, a nice reply guy. Um, I'm hoping that I'm trending towards that so reply guys you can you can change see okay so according to mashable.com a reply guy is just someone who replies to everything you say there was a definitive thing of the types of reply guy Uh, i think if you want to look that up you probably want to google like types of reply guy and there's like a funny little article about it um about all the different types like the the actually guy like the the unnecessary reply guy (laughs) the replies to everything guy um so you got to check that article out a man who behaves in an overly familiar way and is always replying on the social media messages of a woman he doesn't know or is barely acquainted with according to urban dictionary and i mean i think there are some reply guys that are good and then there's some that are annoying so just try to be a good reply guy if you are one yeah i think if you're getting um like replies back to your replies then you're in a good place but if you're getting ignored <laughs> a lot <laughs> maybe rethink your strategy yeah because like some of them i have my bad reply guys i have muted but the good ones i don't that's ah, that's the difference yep but some of them are good i'll admit there's there's somebody that i just deleted the dms of who kept dming me asking me like the size of my feet and if he could lick the bottom of my feet and i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into it the size of your feet and <laughs> that's 7.5 that's, that's a weird it's a weird but not unheard of thing right because that's like a main fetish, fetish uh online right feet feet are big yeah not, not saying mean, your respect- feet are big oh whoa um I respect him shooting a shot. I respect people who do that. Yeah, but you think he just like shoots his shot with like every single person online and just maybe like one out of 1,000 will reply and that's worth it? Wow, Steven, are you saying that my my foot fetish guy <laughs> oh, is, is soliciting feet stuff from other people? He's looking for feet back. Ooh, what a Steven comment to say. <laughs> Just finally getting into the groove, a cool hour into the pod. <laughs> yes, exactly. But, um, yeah, I have no other insights on the internet. I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself an expert or good at it. Are you kidding me? You're one of the top influencers uh, in 2019, especially in Utah. According to what? According to stephenwskinner.com. It's uh, oh okay, yeah, official. I'll I'll put it on my resume. Yeah, you could. I'll put a I'll put a little page on my website, uh, stephenwskinner.com forward slash sug underscore night, <laughs> just for my glowing review of you. Thank you, Stephen. 
All right. Well, now I think we better keep the podcast going uh, and get to some of these questions that you've been dying to answer. I know they've been eating you up uh, all day since they've been asked. And I want to thank every single person who asked a question to Allison today because you're the real heart of the show. Thank you so much to you friends of the show, question askers. And the first question asker is our friend of the show. I'm talking about Rad's. I'm talking about at Feeling Euphoric on Twitter, one of the best. I think I went real glowing on her um, last uh, last episode. Uh, she asked a great question, and uh, we both agree she's one of the best. So uh, anything you would like to say about Rads before I ask the question? Oh, yeah. I love her. She's great. Love her. She's great. Agree. Hard agree. Just the best. Everyone got to check her out uh, at Feeling Euphoric on Twitter. And her question is... How are you so perfect and great? Also, what was the last song you listened to three times in a row? <laughs> She's um, a how am back. I so perfect and great? <laughs> yeah. Um, I shop at Madewell. Is that true? Is that expensive? My my clothes, my jeans cost more than $100, and I think that makes me perfect and great. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Okay. Did you see that? I'm I'm materialistic, Stephen. That's what I'm it's getting coming at. Coming out. This is just coming out. I didn't think that you were. You didn't seem the type. But I guess now, cards are on the table. It's all about them jeans. Yeah. No, I don't. I I'm not perfect and great. Mads is perfect and great. I think you're both pretty perfect. Both definitely great to settle this dispute. <laughs> so, let's get to the B part of the question. And this is a callback to something that you do right you've asked this question before to others and now yeah i ask it like once a month maybe so it's a common question that you always you put it out there to the world uh and the question is what was the last song you listened to three times in a row um it was seven wonders by fleetwood mac oh wow a classic rock track all the way back to the mac See, you should be a radio DJ host. Are you on in Ontario secretly? This is audio content right now. I'm on the internet's radio, which is a podcast. So I think we're doing pretty good. <laughs> okay, but I mean, like, like you could introduce it. You could go big time and introduce it on a radio show. Like, we're about to play Fleetwood Mac. Coming up next, we got Fleetwood Mac, Seven Wonders. You're listening to Friends of the Show Live with Allison. <laughs> Are you going to play the whole thing? No, I don't think I can because of copyright issues. And it wouldn't be, that wouldn't be very nice to Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. No, I, no. But just for the joke, <laughs> I had to play the intro. Oh, okay, good, good. Okay. Perfect. So it was that, it was that song? And that one's off the, um, the album Tango in the Night which isn't the main album that everyone thinks of. Everyone's, you know, obviously thinking about Rumors as the main Fleetwood Mac album. But this one, I mean, Tango in the Night had some had some of my favorite cuts, uh, right? Does it, yeah. Yeah. It's underrated. Underrated. An underrated queen. I think you I think you're right. It always the cover always makes me think of uh, <laughs> where the wild things are cuz it's like a jungle cover. Oh, that's funny. Um, it it does kind of look like that. Yeah, and I think uh, one of my favorite songs, Everywhere, is on that one. Oh, yeah, that is on it, and that's yeah. a very good song. That's, that's why probably my favorite Fleetwood Mac song. 
I have real deep <laughs> connections. When I hear the opening like jingles, like I get ASMR tingles. I don't know. Some sort of Yeah, it's good. Some sort of connection to that song. So uh shout out to Fleetwood Mac. You gotta go check them out if you haven't heard of them. Go give them a listen. I would say check out Rumors, the album, and then uh Tango in the Night, uh certain tracks. <laughs> People, Rumors is really good, but I think people like it, too, because it's kind of surrounded in drama. No, Rumors is great because it's, like, top to bottom. You can put it on, play it, like, front to back. Not There's no, like, filler in there. It's all good. I think that's what makes a good album. No, I know. I think it's good, but I'm saying it adds to it that there's, like, they were all breaking up and there was all this backstory. Well, at least that's why I think it's alluring right. to me i think it's i think that's what makes it so good <laughs> i think that's what made the song so good is that it was so messed up they were all really putting their true emotions out there <laughs> yeah true okay that's that's a better more concise way to say it Stephen. i'll give you that all right so there you go the answer is fleetwood mac seven wonders the last song you listen to three times in a row, and you do that often. Is that listen like to song you... three times in a row, or yeah. ask people that? Yeah, well, well, ask people. We know you do it about a, once a month, but do you listen to? Um, is that like when you are on a song, like this is the new hot track, you gotta listen to it three times in a row? Oh yeah, well, it yeah, it's just if I really like it, like I won't. There are some songs that I will not do that with, but most of the time, if I don't want to listen to it three times in a row, then I probably don't like it that much. Oh, it's a test. If you can listen to it three times in a row, it can go on the playlist. Yeah. Okay. Well, great. Thank you very much for the question, Rads. And everyone, go check her out. Go check out her podcast. Go follow her on Twitter. She's the best. All right, now the next question <laughs> comes to us. From fellow Utahan, Adam Brown. Well, you said that really Canadian. Did it? What the camera? That is a that is a thing. Uh, Canadians, we say right the O U sound differently. Adam Brood. Adam Brood. Adam, it's Brown, right? Am I saying it? Yeah. Brown. It's okay. You can probably say it. However, he'd probably be. It is a th- but that is tr- that is a Canadian thing. I know a lot of um some of my friends who have moved to LA to like pursue acting. The they get notes on how they say the O U sound, right? Like, a about is the big one. People think that we say you know a boot or some version of that, and it's the that O U. <laughs> we make it soft, and it should be owl and instead of ooh. Uh, and that's just one of the fun, quirky differences between yous and us. So, <laughs> so let me try this again. A question from Adam Browd at Adam Browd on Twitter. And his question is, what do you have to say about Brendan Frazier? Just in general? <laughs> well, I think he's, he's joking. This is a joke. He's joking. He spelled it differently. Brendan Frazier. I um I don't think it's a joke because I don't think he would joke about Brandon like that. <laughs> okay. I know he spelled it wrong because he he, he knows how to get my you. goat. Yeah, he's getting your goat. Goat gotten right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So, what do you have to say about him? Um, he's. I, I wish he would stage a comeback. I think he kind of has. I'm kind of a like like I don't know. I really like him as a background photo for my Twitter. He's my banner. <laughs> He's been that way for at least a year. So you're a Brendan Fraser stan. 
to yeah. some degree. And uh, yeah, you're prom- it's part of your part of your brand is him is him. Yeah. Well, that's what good. else? Yeah, the, he, it was a joke question. I think it was just fun to to get your goat like that. But he has a he has an actual question, real question. Could you please tell us a story that involves Moida? Um, like with me in it. I'm... I forgot to follow up on that. Oh, yeah, maybe. Are there a lot of those? <laughs> I've literally never been involved in a murder or known anyone who's been murdered. Okay. I mean, that's I know good. <laughs> that's good. You're like, oh, this is over. That's so boring. Boring for the podcast, but good for your life. Yeah, exactly. Um. Oh, gosh. My, my roommate, she's sick right now, but if she weren't, I would have her tell you this story, this nuts story about her, like, great uncle or something oh, he, there was some crazy story where he like he got out of prison and like killed his ex lover because she had a new lover i don't know Whoa, that's probably that is wild so we can tune into your po- other podcast to to find that out later yeah maybe you should just cut that out what i just said just because it was so uninteresting <laughs> <laughs> okay Let's see. What's a good, what's a short murder story you would like to hear about? Yeah, can you um, guess what he's trying to to ask you? What? Um, he probably just thinks that you just know a lot of the the best murder stories, right? Because you're sort of a true crime fan. Yeah, yeah. I've actually taken kind of a break from listening to true crime stuff because I'm like, it gets kind of taxing to think about people being brutally murdered. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you don't want that going through your mind all day, right? Yeah, um, I I think that's probably a good sign that I'm like don't want to consume it that like that much right now. <laughs> um, let's see. We can talk about good old. The Black Dahlia murder. How's that? <laughs> Classic. Hit us with the beats. So a young actress goes to Hollywood. Um, her body is found on a curbside, and she's cut in certain like areas that only a doctor would know how to cut her in half. And like, yeah, she's just in half, right? Okay. Have you? Do you know this? No. Oh, you really don't? I thought you were like humoring me, being like. Oh, I'll pretend I've never heard this. <laughs> no, it's they've made movies about it though, right? Yeah. Yeah, her name's Elizabeth Short. Um, yeah, she was just found like by a sidewalk in a field. She was in her early twenties, came to Hollywood to be a an actress. Um, let's see what else what else, what are what details would you like to know? This is Adam's question. <laughs> he just wanted a story. Well Did this get wrapped up? Did, now, we know Steve, did it? No, no, it's forever un, un um, resolved. But there's been I've listened to several things where people think they found out who it was because like their father, like whoever, like there's this a story you can look look up where this guy is positive that it's his father who did it because he was like some kind of surgeon. So he would know exactly where to cut her in half. Like you have to know between certain like yeah. uh, quadrants of her body. I don't I should have looked this up. But so only a surgeon or a magician <laughs> would know how to cut someone in half. I guess. Well, if we want to make this really dicked up, we can say <laughs> we could make a joke and say she got killed on accident by in a magic show. That would be 
That'd be dicked up as heck. <laughs> yeah. See, um, okay, so the body had been cut in, completely in half by a technique taught in the 1930s called the hemicorporectomy, where the body below the waist is amputated, transecting the lumbar spine. So I'm just trying to, like, get you to be like, oh, I want to look this up. Oh, yeah, I definitely am going to look this up and find out more details about the Black Dahlia murder and maybe even check out the movies. If you want to check, learn more about the Black Dahlia movie, visit your local library. I don't think that the movie has very good ratings on anything. No, that's why I said go to the library, because then you can just learn more by reading. Oh, you said if you want to learn more about the Black Dahlia movie. Oh, I thought you said, I thought I said murder. The Black Dahlia murder. What, why is it called uh, the Black Dahlia murder? Um, I th- That's a great question. Let's see. <laughs> I've never even... Clickety-clack, clickety-clack, never thought about it. As newspapers of the period often nickname particularly lurid crimes, the term may have originated from a noir film, a film noir murder mystery, The Blue Dahlia, released in April 1946, and this murder happened in 1947. Ah, uh, so it's like a uh, timely reference. Yeah, so I I think I was vaguely trying to find something that I hadn't put on my murder podcast to tell you about. Okay, so this is yeah. a few that'll be a future episode. Yeah, I'm sorry if I'm dicking up your whole podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just it's so funny that you that's your term that you use. Um, thank you. <laughs> okay, it's Next. a very good story. <laughs> it's a great story. And uh, thank you for sharing it with us. And thank you to Adam Browd for asking the question. Um, One of the first questions that came in. So thank you very much. And we should give an extra shout out to Adam because, I mean, congratulations. Recently graduated from his program. Oh, and I just love him anyway. Even if he hadn't graduated, he's just the best. Yeah, he's just the best. You got to check him out at Adam Browd on Twitter. And yeah, he's got some uh, funny stand-up clips. He's doing it. Check him out. Next question comes to us from local Hellraiser, Finland's own Malt Skull. <laughs> and the question coming all the way from Scandinavia is, who would you cause to play you in a biopic? In which era, Brendan Fraser, would it be? 1997. 1997 era Brendan Fraser. Okay, but who's cat? Who's playing you in the in the pick? I guess just probably um, we're gonna say Leslie Mann because they star together in George of the Jungle, so I already know that they have chemistry. <laughs> That's the most important thing. <laughs> yeah. Not that it looks like you at all, or can capture your can capture your essence. No, she. I don't think my voice sounds like her at all. She has a very distinct voice. That's true. Yeah, doing your voice would be very. It'd be a challenge, right? People would have to work with a a speech, speech pathologist or whatever they work with, a voice trainer. Yeah, she would. I would expect her to do that. <laughs> That's the least she can do for me. I mean, a true professional would do that. Yeah, she'd do it. Exactly. All right. Well, that'd be pretty cool. And what what would the storyline be? <laughs> what part of your life are you going to focus on in your biopic? What's the three acts? The three acts? 
I guess we haven't got to the third act, right? No, I'm not gonna die soon, no, yeah, Steven. You're not gonna die, no. You're never gonna die. So thank you very much to Malt for sending in that question. You gotta check him out on Twitter at Malt underscore skull. The way the water flowed under the snow. I, I like Malt Skull. Yeah. Malt School. Friend I of the show. You got to check him out. Uh, you got to check out his episode of the podcast and l- let me know how bad my impression was just now. <laughs> I used to do it uh, okay, but um, it's been a while, so it was a bit rusty. So, Malt, let me know what you thought. <laughs> Send him some hate mail. Send me some feedback. Uh, I will work on it. All right, next question comes to us from Jenny Fusco Jr. at Jenneth Parcel on Twitter. And the question, okay, if you could be any spy kid, including the Osmond girl and her dumb brother, which would you be and why? Um, Probably Juni Cortez because he is pure of heart. Wow, what a great answer. Juni Cortez because he's pure of heart. He would respect people who have reborn dolls for whatever reason they have them. Oh, wow. Tying it back to the subreddit of reborn dolls. All right. Well, that's a great and succinct answer. So thank you very much. And thank you, Jenny, for the great question. Next question comes to us from our old pal, Joel Crass at Joel Crass. All right. Now his question is, as a BTBB, now we should unpack this acronym. Uh, I think he's referring to your... Uh, handle your online moniker big time business bitch right is that correct yes okay so as a btbb you will inevitably tap into your entrepreneurial spirit and start your own enterprise what will your company do let's see I don't even remember seeing this one, so I didn't come up with a succinct answer (laughs) you're getting blindsided by this question so what would your business be you don't currently have a business right no i I wish i did do you have a business not of which to speak currently what would we do we would probably like produce podcasts how's that i mean yeah heck we're halfway there we got the mics we got the the volume levels meta (laughs) meta so podcast company what's your podcast company called meta (laughs) meta podcasts coming soon to a podcast provider near you very good all right well thanks joel for the great question everyone check him out on twitter at joel crass and check his band out around the city of toronto oh do you know him no i don't know him never met him uh in real life but i know that he is a toronto person and he has a band that plays around the city wait how far away is toronto from you it's about an hour's drive oh so it's not super far nope it's not super far i was there this weekend oh fun (laughs) good for you but i'm closer to the other city uh it's called hamilton another city yeah so i'm uh, on the hamilton side and then toronto is like the main the main deal but I can see it from the escarpment. I can see the CN Tower. <laughs> so I know it's over there. The next question comes to us from Phil Jameson at Phil Jameson on Twitter. 
And you got to go check out Phil uh, and his weekly videos. New video every Thursday from now until the end of time. And uh, they're all hilarious. You got to check them out. How does he do it? Every single week. Crazy. All right. The question from Phil is, would you rather for the rest of your life have $1,000 randomly appear somewhere in your kitchen once a month or be able to summon a pizza once a day anywhere you want? Oh, the $1,000 in your kitchen. That's not even a fair question. Are you saying because then you would buy the pizza with the money or... I would get sick of pizza every day. I love pizza, but... <laughs> okay. Also, I just want to go on record and say Phil has the most perfect skin out of anyone alive or dead. Hashtag no filter on those videos. That is truly great skin. And his hair, hair too, right? He must use some... What do you, what are you using there? Beta carotene? What are you doing? Some vitamin, uh, vitamin B? What, Phil, what, drop your, your skin routine. Your skincare routine. Hit us up at FOTS Pod on Twitter and let us know how you say so shiny and smooth. And thanks for your question. <laughs> All right, we got a few more questions. We already dealt with Kevin's question, but we should mention it was Reborn Dolls or Barefoot Alliance, which we've talked about. Reborn Dolls. Reborn Dolls all day. Um, the answer was, so thank you very much, Kevin, at uh, Kevaclism on Twitter. And he's a local Ham Ontario guy, so he would appreciate that uh, Hamilton shout-out. He knows all the cool places around town. Ham-terio, as ha- I call it. Ham-aunt is what we say. Too bad. Too bad <laughs> I just renamed it. Hashtag Ham-aunt. All right. Next question comes to... Oh, this is... We're going to get juicy. I saved this one till sort of the end. We're getting juicy. We're getting some gossip. This comes to us from Old Tom. I'm talking about at Yucky Tom on Twitter, but he's not yucky. He's great. And his question is, will you be talking about your crush on me publicly, or will you continue to be silent on the matter? Oh. I don't know how he can say that when every time he posts a picture, I say, dang, shorty, bang my line. <laughs> like, call me, not like a gro- not like an obscene thing saying. I'm saying like, Dang, you look good. Call me. Yeah, no, I just think it's very funny. <laughs> Bang my line is very funny. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> so, damn shorty, bang my line. Yeah, Tom, you should know about now by now that everyone has a crush on you. Um, I'm not excluding myself from that uh, group. Uh, yeah, he's very handsome, and he's not afraid to post selfies because I think he knows it. Yeah, that he's handsome. Yeah, like I'm not out there posting. I don't post <laughs> selfies, uh, but Tom, I think he knows that he's going to get some some spicy comments in the replies. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, why not? Bless RTLs, Tom. Bless RTLs. <laughs> how, how dare he say I've been silent on the matter? So you've been far from silent. <laughs> I like your reply to him. Uh, pre-podcast, you said, wow, I have an incredible answer for this. I mean, it wasn't, like, incredible, but I think it's it's pretty telling that I say that. I've said that, like, at least three times to him. Damn, shorty, bang my line. Yeah. <laughs> and yet no lines have been banged? No. My <laughs> wow. line is bangless. Ball is in your court there, Tom. Exactly. Ball's in your court. All right, well, you've done it. 
We've answered all the questions. We've talked about all of the websites. <laughs> um, now we can start to wind her down and uh, end the podcast. Are you satisfied? Yes, I hope I hope I gave you good material to use. I'm sorry, I don't know how energetic I am, but yeah, I'll make this fast so you can go watch uh, Amelia Clark's boobs on Game of Thrones. That's more of a season one kind of thing. They haven't been so you out. So see since some boobs. Season, yeah, they'll definitely be boobs. All right, so yeah, so let's wrap it up. Thank you so much again for being my guest on this new free flowing format of season two. What did you think? It was. Better that you didn't have to read any of your own tweets? Oh, yeah. I feel so corny reading anything I've ever written. Yeah. So that's one of the updates. So, yeah, I hope you had a good time. And uh, I'm still going to end the show like I always do by playing that sweet, sweet theme so we can say our goodbyes. So thanks, Allison. Thank you, Steven. You're the, such a nice Canadian. <laughs> Thank you. You are a lovely um, Utah, Utahan. And thanks for joining me. Thank you. And I'll see you online. You're welcome. Enjoy the show. <laughs> well, that's it. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode with Allison. Now do yourself a huge favor and follow her at Shug underscore Knight for great jokes, fun polls, and other good and positive content. Now be sure to follow at FOTSPod on Twitter and RT the show post and let us know what you think of these episodes. Love to hear some feedback. And you may follow me at SkinnerSteven on Twitter if you like a joke. RT it. And you can head over to www.stevenwskinner.com for all the past episodes. Or check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever great podcasts are downloaded. Thank you to Ruby Coast for the music and to Kyle I. Davidson for the theme. And thank you so very much for listening. I am Stephen W. Skinner. Have a great one. <laughs>